morning, it's 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Hartford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Hartford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. The Hartford Edge is brought to you each week by your Hartford County Public Library. Today we'll be speaking with Lauren Savard, Community Resource Advocate for the Epicenter at Edgewood. Good morning, Bob Mumby. Happy New Year. Good morning. Happy New Year. To, I'm having a, a rain fade morning. Uh-oh. Um, that's right. This this could go anywhere. It could go anywhere. Like, first of all, why is it that is Bob Mumby? I don't know. I... This is Bob Mumby? Yes. Well, Bob is sitting or... in that direction. Okay. Right. But, but she doesn't know where. No they one don't can know where see Leslie's him. pointing. We do need to update that. You know who wrote that? that? Cindy. <laughs> and we haven't touched it for five years. I'm touching it. I'm touching it. Actually, that it is, is on my Mumby. list. And okay. I'm with Bob Mumby because they can't yes. see you. <laughs> That's right. We'll update that. Okay. That <laughs> is that your fine. gripe for today? That's one of them. <laughs> oh, no. Here, I have some more gripes. First of all, um, happy b- uh, belated birthday, Thank Lauren you. Yes. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Happy what was birthday. It? When was it? Uh, the second. The second. So, Wednesday. Okay. See, a little, occasionally you got to be in school on your birthday. I was the 28th of December, so. Uh, I saw that. Happy belated birthday yes, to you as well. Yes. Uh, or happy very early birthday. That's right. Uh, or you could be 40 years later. I was supposed to be born on Christmas Day, but I guess I was very comfy, so I waited for eight days. <laughs> My gosh, that's well, a long time. Well, you were trying to go to the whole 12 days. Kind of. Ah. <laughs> well, I always liked it because I got one holiday after the holidays when we went back to school, so it kind of softened the blow of coming back from Christmas. Okay. And we always kept the tree up through my birthday, at least. <laughs> That's good. Do you know uh, my parents? When I was very young, my, I was I'm the youngest of three. Can you can you tell them mm. I'm a baby? Mm-hmm. Um, I am too, Bob. That's why we're when besties. I was, <laughs> when I was young, my parents would put the tree up and decorate it. After we went to sleep on Christmas Eve. My parents did that too. How crazy is that? Okay. And then Santa came. Mm -hmm. kids, Mm -hmm. Um, But they wanted to be ready for him. And we put a cookie out and he always took a bite of the cookie, which was really nice. Absolutely. And drank that milk. Vitamin D. Amen. Okay. My other gripes. Um... We had 71 inches of rain oh in gosh, 2008. Really? I heard that. Wow. That's like crazy. And you know, Seattle, everyone says Seattle. We talked about this a we few did. weeks ago. Seattle's high in their history in any year is 55 inches. And we, we beat that by 16 inches. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And it's so, going to rain this weekend. Yeah. So Seattle, <laughs> stop trying to pretend. Stop crying. You, you have a lot of rain. What Do you know what London's was? No, but we could find out. <laughs> no, I'm curious. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good point. I'll look. Okay. The other thing is, Herman Melville, Harper Lee, John Kennedy Toole, three of my favorite writers. My, my favorite books, clearly, are Confederacy of Dunces and To Kill a Mockingbird and everything Herman Melville wrote. But they all stopped writing when they were 29 or 30. John Kennedy Toole, unfortunately, took his own life um, because he could not get his book published. uh, And his mother took it to 25 editors um, after he died. And through perseverance, she got it published and it won the the Pulitzer Prize. Mm -hmm. 
but these people like Mozart, Jimi Hendrix, we were all deprived of uh, Sam Cooke. All these people died before they were out of their their twenties. That's, a, I guess, not a gripe. It's just a, it's a sad thing. It's a disappointment. It is. It is. Because who knows what else could have come our way from them. Mm-hmm. Bob Marley, mm-hmm. 36. Mm-hmm. Well, had a rare cancer, which reminded me of, I'll do it now. Uh, one of some of my favorite tweets. This one is Eric Clapton fumbling with a gun. Sheriff, I have a bad feeling about this. Deputy, I'm surprisingly calm. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, isn't that good? You know what that's from? I do not. <laughs> I shot the sheriff, but I did oh. not shoot the deputy. <laughs> I got I forgot he did that song. That's a good one. <laughs> okay, I'm quite done. Well, I can tell you, London averages approximately 106 rainy days okay. each year and receives a total of 22.976 inches of precipitation annually so okay we got that beat too by a lot yeah well again it's rainy so an incessant nagging drizzle yes. is is what seattle and london has yes um i've been to london five times and i wow. every time i've been there it's been sunny and pleasant so well, that's interesting. I've been to Seattle twice, and both times I went, it was absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, it's so, a, so who knows? Maybe I know. Maybe it, we just bring sunshine with us, Bob. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, all righty, let's do some trivia. All right. So Lauren, our guest today, celebrates the 12 days of Christmas that goes through when? Through January 5th tomorrow. Through January 5th. I was born on the ninth day. Okay. So, in that vein, uh, some of these are Christmas trivia questions. Exciting. Not all of them. Okay. Number one. Name the two main actors in The Sting. In The Sting. In The Sting. Two main actors. Number one. Robert Redford. Yep. And um, Paul Newman. Correct. And do you know what racetrack... They, when they scammed Robert Shaw, uh-huh. uh, when they stung Robert Shaw, they had a, ta- uh, they had uh, the telegraph of the race uh, like twenty seconds ahead of time. Okay. You know where the race was? Mm-mm. The Gras. Really? In the Grace. Grace. Wow! Oh my gosh! In the movie. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! I love it when you add to trivia. Ray Walston <laughs> was the uh, the wire operator. That's pretty cool. And Rhoda's father was the other, the other thing guy. (laughs) I love that show. Okay. All right. Question number two. What year did Elvis Presley die? It was in the seventies. I'll give you that. Um. So I think I accidentally saw it on your paper. It's so not what I what I think it says is not what I would have guessed. I would have guessed 1974. Okay, that is incorrect, so, as you know. <laughs> well, now I only have. I know it was in '70. That's correct. Or '79. No. Or it's 72. between '74 and '79. Yeah, I I feel like '77. Correct. Ah. Very good. No, I feel like I'm '77. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when he died. What a bing. <laughs> Well, that was the correct answer. Do you remember they were going to do the postage stamp of Elvis Presley? Yes. And they actually 
polled the country to see whether they wanted the fat Elvis or the, or the thin Elvis. Mm -hmm. What was the outcome? Um, thin. Gosh darn beauty myth. I know. It's Naomi Wolf about that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Question number three. Which famous toy manufacturer is also the world's largest tire manufacturer by units produced? Hmm. Toy manufacturer. Toy and tire. This one I had it's no Christmas idea. Christmas theme maybe has. No, this is not Christmas it's theme. It's not Christmas theme. I'm sure okay. there were a lot of these Toys under Christmas and trees. Tires. Toys and tires. Um, we okay. do a ton of programming with these toys at the library. These toys. And every child loves them. They love to build with them. Legos. They have kits. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Legos. Okay. They make tires? Yeah. I did not know that. <clears throat> Oh my goodness. I guess they are diversified, as they say. That's diversification. <laughs> yes, it is. Sheesh. <laughs> yes, it is. It's Danish. It was probably somebody sitting there with, like, the rubber, and they'd started to build with it. You know, like, mm -hmm. all those million-dollar ideas start from an accident yes. or a you know, lab. Do you know Nintendo uh, was formed in 1888? Really? It was a playing, it was a car, playing card company. Wow. Oh, my gosh. What does Nintendo stand for? I've often wondered Don't that. Don't know. We'll look that up, too. I, means, I think it's Japanese. It mean, yeah, it means uh, give us your money and waste your childhood, <laughs> I believe, is the literal translation. <laughs> if it's not, it should be, right? <laughs> it's a Bob Mumby translation. Okay. Okay. What film star, who was in nine and a half weeks, is now a boxer? Uh, Mickey Rourke. Correct. He was also in Diner, which was a great movie. Yes, he was. Another Baltimore movie. <clears throat> I love that movie. All right. How many gifts would you receive if you received all of the gifts in the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas? Okay. <laughs> if you can do this math in your head, I'm impressed, Lauren. <laughs> Bob's not even trying. He's just smiling. Wait. But that depends. So it depends on how you interpret the song. Because when you say on the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 12, dr 12 drummers drumming, 11 pipers pump, piping, 10 lords leaping, do you add up those two? I think it's you sing you every say, single verse. Okay, so add it's not all just of those one up. plus two plus three. Right. Oh, wow. All right. Just I had take a piece a of guess. paper. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Like, I'm getting there. Two hours. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. Guess. There's some heavy finance going on in this office right now. Some heavy math. Bob's got columns going. He's going to get it. He's going to get it. I, there, you can you. use my pen. Okay, Bob, you're running out of paper there. And I'm telling you, he's doing longhand math. He's not even using a calculator. <laughs> So if you're so, within 10, I'll give it to you. Okay. <laughs> Four. Okay. Dead air, but we're working on right. it. 19, Carry 24, 30, 30, 30, 39, 44, 50, 54, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 
that's one for every day of the year except it is. for pick random day or yeah. leap years. Yeah, on your birthday. My birthday. No, my birthday is the ninth day of Christmas. Right. Okay, we're getting lots of gifts on my birthday. <laughs> so, and we're talking like, you know, uh, 40 maids of milking. <laughs> Yes, and you are. The pipers were annoying me. And just the the eggs. The bio waste involved <laughs> of both the humans and the birds. Yes. Who 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 would ever how how annoyed would you be if if I gave you I get, here, here's some turtle doves. Here's some more. I don't have any yeah, here's some more. Yeah. I don't have a turtle dove house, by right, the way. Right. I have, no you have Legos. to go buy feed. You have to go to Home Depot or <laughs> The I read mill the story behind that feed. song. It's actually very interesting. It was um, so the Catholic Church wrote created this song during they were in England, and at that time the English Church persecuted Catholics. So the Catholic Church created this song, and all the verses have symbolism that either goes back to Christ or the first Christmas. And it's all a code, but it became so popular that eventually everybody <laughs> started singing it. But the the three French hens symbolize it, it, at that time was an extravagant feast. So Leslie okay. and I probably wouldn't be as into that. Right. Um, the partridge in a I'd pear tree. I'd be the maid milking. That would be my job. <laughs> I'd be the be drummer lord, drumming. You would be a lord leaping, Bob. I could be a nine ladies dancing. I don't yes. like to dance in public places, but I could. <clears> what, what is there, 12? 12 lords leaping? 12 drummers drumming. 12 drummers drumming, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could be a drummer. That's true. Okay. All right. Hmm. To get off that happy note, which Italian leader was terribly afraid of the evil eye? Um, Mussolini? Yes. Good job, you guys. You so he, he was unison. murdering people, but uh, yeah, he was afraid of yes. someone me. leering at yes. him. <laughs> Putting a curse on him. Oh, my God. Figures. <laughs> it does figure. Um, what country gave Florida to the USA in 1891? Spain. Correct. Spain. Correct. What holiday celebrated December 26th to January 1st is named after the Swahili Kwanzaa. word for first? Wow, even before I finish the question. Good job, Because it's, it's all the days between my birthday okay. and Christmas. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, that's true. Boxing Day is the 26th in Canada. Mm-hmm. That's a what? So you return it to the store, right? No, isn't that what boxing is called? Why it's I don't called know box? why it's oh. called that. <laughs> we'll do that for our next show, for next Christmas. Who wrote the Satanic Verses? Salman Rushdie. Yes, sir. I have not read that. Have you? No, I have not. You? No. no? Um, it's just not on my list for whatever reason. Yeah, well. You know, I have so many books ahead of that that I really would... Well, it's it's probably not good, but it's just because he, he, he insulted the prophet, so mm -hmm. that's why. Mm -hmm. Okay, this one's a mouthful. What famous Christmas legend did a Montgomery Ward advertising man create as part of his job? Say again? What famous Christmas legend did a Montgomery Ward advertising man create as part of his job? Is this Rudolph? That's correct. Ah. I thought it was serious, but okay. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Ad man Robert May first wrote the now famous reindeer in a pamphlet distributed to children by store Santas in 1939. 
So Rudolph's been with us a while. And no, I still look forward to that show every year at Christmas. The first half. The second half gets weird. <laughs> and it like wasn't that, even the 60s. <laughs> like the misfit jack-in-a-box. and uh, Charlie in the box. And how does the, 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 the abominable snowman figure in? They said, okay, we have to fill that up an scary. hour. But yep. the, the networks, network said we want to sell an hour's worth of ads. I commercials. love the whole show. <clears throat> I love the whole show. Okay. So that's it for trivia. You guys did awesome. Oh, we're I'm gonna we have a little more trivia okay. for uh, for Lauren. Okay. Okay. Uh, first of all, Boxing Day is because um, the Lords of the Manor and uh, aristocrats the day after Christmas typically distributed. Christmas boxes often filled with small gifts, money, and leftovers from Christmas dinner to their household servants and employees oh, okay. who were required to work on December 25th. Okay. Okay. So it's not about returns. <laughs> well, it's leftovers. It is here. <laughs> Here's some leftovers from Uncle Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't like this fruitcake. It's all yours. <laughs> Can you cut the teeth marks out of it, please, <laughs> sir? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Do you want uh, to do some local news? Well, we're going to do a little... Uh, we're oh, going to ask right. Lauren Trivia. some things. Lauren has some ex excellent musical taste. All bands that uh, mostly plied their trade before she was born, which I uh, I love. Can um, Name um, how many members of the uh, East Street Band... Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. I know Clarence is on the saxophone. Yep. Um, actually, I can't name. We'll any make others. you do three. Make me do three. Clarence, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, the drummer. The drummer. His first name is uh, uh, is the is a synonym for um, a a cap or upward limit on something. If you take do something Ceiling. to the <laughs> the top to the Max? Max, right, Max Weinberg. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Who's the who's, who's the guitar player for you too? The guitar, I don't know the guitar player. Oh, the Edge. The Edge. The edge. I didn't know who's that. the Paul Simon's former partner? Art Garfunkel. Okay. <laughs> and who was uh, who was the lead singer for the Four Seasons? Frankie Valli. All righty. Okay. Very good. That's um, impressive. What model supermodel did Billy Joel marry? Christy Brinkley. Okay. Uptown girl. Uptown yeah. girl. And then divorced. And, then, and divorced. then married. And then divorced and then married. Several times after that. She has aged well. She has. I'm sure um, it's it's easier when you have that much money. Oh, but, so uh, many how old is she? Oh, my gosh. She's at least in her 60s, mid-60s. Yeah. Not okay. that that's old, but she looks no. great. Okay, some quick news. Um, and then we'll go to a break, and then we'll get started with Epicenter. And that, that's another trivia question that I'm going to ask now. Why is it called Epicenter? So, why is it called Epicenter? I actually don't know that, to be honest. My educated guess is that at the time that the Epicenter was launched in October 2013, Mountain Christian Church, who helped launch, uh, who helped launch us, was doing a sermon series called Epic... And it was about living an epic life and being generous and being faithful and just really trying to live a way where you're you're loving other people mm -hmm. and 
my guess is that the epicenter, it was a play on words, like it's a community center, but right. it's also epic, and mm-hmm. this is our way of just being a place of epic giving, epic, epic love, epic pouring into the community. That's my educated guess, but don't quote me on that. Well, well, that's <laughs> if I'm right, be right, you're welcome. Yes. If I'm wrong, then I don't know. <laughs> if someone comes up with another reason, I'm going to tell them they're wrong. And right, see change you. it to what Lauren said. Uh, some just some quick news. Uh, a little a tribute to Joe Castley. Today is his last day Aww. of being state's attorney for Hartford County after 36 years. Um, uh, that is a long time of public service. So hats off to you, Joe, and um, congrats to Al Peisinger, who start who's sworn in tomorrow as the new state's attorney. And Al is a good man, and uh, we know he's going to do a great job. Absolutely. And finally, this is not, uh, it it was interesting that, um, to see that uh, there's a lot of uh, movement being done uh, uh, to begin educating elementary school students about the danger of opioids. That's great. Which is really excellent because there's been such resistance, uh, even to middle school, as we've talked Mm -hmm. about, when... um, Kate Messner. Kate Messner, the author, came through the county, and there was a lot of resistance. Uh, uh, she mentioned there was a lot of resistance in her travels to, to talk about her book, which is about opioid addiction, um, to middle schoolers. And thank God for the library and our school system and the county. And the county. Yep. Uh, Kate presented at each middle school here, and there were people that were annoyed that the middle schoolers were too young to be exposed to this when it's exactly the opposite if they're if this comes out of left field to them and they don't understand um the absolute scourge that this disease is um they're really almost defenseless um to deal with it so hats off to um folks at the sheriff's office and um the ODCP, uh, County uh, Office of Drug Control Policy, um, 8 to 11-year-olds, uh, uh, they're going to begin classes on how uh, drug awareness, how drugs affect the bodies, um, etc. So, yep. mo- most awareness and and just the, the, the willingness to, to, to not bury this is mm-hmm. so important. Um, to this battle uh, because even we have with um, uh, you know because with Shore Hope mm-hmm. uh, I'm on the board of Shore Hope which is a recovery house for women by the way we had five graduates in 2018 oh that's fantastic out of 14 which is yes I'm um, sure so high above standards <clears throat> and um, but uh, even if you talk to these women and anyone you talk to who uh, who um, Struggled. Who struggled with this? It's often their signs are uh, often early, and it's nothing wrong the parents did. There's, it's not a character weakness. It's a disease. It's not a a moral failing. It's a disease. But parents are, are so conditioned to to feel shame about it, mm-hmm. so that rather than hit it head on or uh, really to attend to it, they would often be in denial about it. Um, and, um, because folks don't know how to talk to an addict. They don't know 
how where to turn. They're often they feel like they did they did something right, wrong right. when they didn't. So this is great. So Sheriff Gaylor and uh, Harford County government, um, uh, thank you very much for uh, moving forward on this. Um, and uh, uh, Aaron Penman, who runs a uh, uh, the sheriff's office, uh, community policing great unit. Great guy, yep. Uh, which, if guy. you look at what, the, the, there's 32 different initiatives of the community policing unit. And <sighs> if you get a chance, go on the uh, sheriff's website, because that's so much a part of it. And as Lauren can uh, can can tell us, uh, so much of the um, um, of the the issues we have is. Uh, the lack of awareness of the, uh, the police's role, and as we see with the um, uh, the school resource officers uh, that uh, are now in every middle school and high school, that uh, they can be a, a positive role model for kids. It can uh, it, it can teach kids that you know law enforcement and the government is not the enemy. Um, so this engagement is great. So absolutely, thank you, folks. Absolutely. All right, guys, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Lauren Savard, Community Resource Advocate for the Epicenter at Edgewood. Hartford County Public Library's annual winter reading program for adults and high school students is in full swing with the theme of Eat, Drink, Read, the second course. It runs through March the 2nd. Adults are encouraged to read or listen to at least five books, high school students three. Upon completion, you'll receive this year's special collector's mug while supplies last. You can sign up at hcplonline.org or visit a local library. Numerous special events will take place during this year's winter reading program. The highlight is an evening with chef and author John Shields on January 31st from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Abington Library. He will discuss his new book, The Chesapeake Kitchen, followed by a book signing and photo op. Tickets are $25 per person and include a copy of his new cookbook and a winter reading canvas market bag. Buy your ticket at hcplonline.org. Sponsors of the 2018-2019 Winter Reading Program are Harford County Public Library Foundation, Klein Shopper, Schaefer, McLaughlin, and Stouffer, LLC, and Friends of Harford County Public Library. Visit hcplonline.org for more information. Have a small project at home that you've been putting off? Need some help but don't need a large contractor? For more than seven years, D.R. Curry Contracting, Inc. in Aberdeen has been offering residential and light commercial renovations, remodeling, and maintenance to clients in the Harford County area. Their professional and efficient staff work on installations of windows, doors, siding, kitchen and bath remodels, and more. Customer service and satisfaction is of paramount importance in D.R. Curry Contracting, Inc.'s continued success, no matter the budget. It's time to get that project done. Call 410-272-8779. That's 410-272-8779. Let D.R. Curry, Inc. make your dream renovation become a reality. Welcome back. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and I'm here with Bob Mumby, and this is the Hartford Edge. We're delighted today to have Lauren Savard, Community Resource Advocate for the Epicenter at Edgewood, in the studio with us. Lauren Savard works as the Epicenter at Edgewood's grant writer. There, she researches grant opportunities and funding proposals so the Epicenter can empower more lives. 
She also maintains partnerships with many excellent resources in Hartford County so that the epicenter can address the needs of Hartford County citizens more fully. Outside the epicenter, one of Lauren's greatest passions is her church's child sponsorship ministry, which enables ordinary people like herself to help provide food and education, medical care, and other life-changing resources for $1.25 a day and exchange letters with children living in poverty. Lauren sponsors a boy named Lincoln in Kenya and says doing so is the joy of her life, and she encourages folks to check out CMF International or Compassion International to learn how they can help kids too. Lauren still loves listening to Bon Jovi, Billy Joel, Paul Simon, Bruce Springsteen, The Four Seasons, and U2 to pieces. However, she will primarily be listening to Christmas music through this Sunday in observance of the full 12 days of Christmas. Lauren agrees with Buddy the Elf, the star of one of her favorite movies, that we should treat every day like Christmas. Welcome, Lauren, and thanks so much for joining oh, us thanks today. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed being here last time. We're really excited <clears throat> to be back. Good, good. Well, I know you've been busy. <laughs> yes, and very busy. Jeez. And don't give us that that line that you're just a grant writer because we know that's not true you, you do everything over there <laughs> don't you profit we i don't do everything um i but i help we get to help out with a lot of different initiatives that we're doing and i what i like about being the grant writer is that the epicenter helps people in so many different ways. We've mm -hmm. got our out-of-school programs. We've got our shower program where we serve as one of Hartford County's only providers of free shower <clears throat> facilities to citizens who are facing homelessness. We've got our health fair and food giveaways. Mm -hmm. And personally, I, like all of them, I have a really hard time saying that one is putting my heart into one of those causes. Uh -huh. And as a grant writer, I get to sit back and be able to support each of the causes, and then Allison, who's our outstanding out-of-school programs director, can really pour her heart into where she's gifted and passionate in helping our kids really <clears throat> reach their fullest potential. And then Myhisa can really pour into mentoring our kids, and Mary can give outstanding case management services to our clients who are in need. And so I feel like I really get to use my gifts and my passions, and then mm -hmm. I get to help to support. Yep. Yes. That's awesome. Did they have any idea what they were getting when when you showed up? Uh, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't really know what they were expecting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure they count their blessings every day, and all the folks that you all um, help each day. Um, realize and that must be one of the most rewarding things because you know they say you if you wait till you can help everyone you end up helping no one so you That's move good. the needle every day uh and that uh hats off to you and your team uh you mentioned a few names there why don't uh um maybe they're listening um who uh, give us the names again of the rest of the team the names, so and you're going to forget one so <laughs> So I'm going to be prepared. <laughs> there are a lot of us. Uh, and I think right now we've got three full-time staff. So Daryl McDavid is our executive director. He is six foot nine. And oh he's got the personality to match. Just really compassionate, caring, uh, really good at what he does. He worked at Macy's as their director of operations and logistics for 
10 years, I believe, before he came to the epicenter, and now he's really doing an out, a fantastic job of guiding us and helping us really, really grow. Mm-hmm. And then I love working with him. Laurie, is, Laurie Bailey, she is our administrative assistant, and she's another person that I really admire. She pours her heart into everything she does. She's very organized. She... She helps with our data entry, and she also has played a very instrumental part in facilitating our after-school program and our before-school program now, too, so she's a good woman. Um, Allison Jefferson is our out-of-school programs director, so she she oversees our zone after-school program, our zone before-school program, and in the summer, our Camp Epic summer camp. And she works, her day job is that she works as a special ed teacher at Edgewood High School. And then in the summer, she goes on full-time with us and leads her camp epic summer camp. So she's very devoted, very passionate. I really, I admire her, too. She's the one that got me the job at the epicenter, so I'll always be good for that. (laughs) Um, And I really, just, Allison isn't a lot, we're... All of our team members are very dedicated, and, and she definitely stands out. Mm-hmm. My Hisa, I mentioned her. She she oversees, so I don't know her job description for sure. I know she plays a big part in our middle school portion of the zone, and she and her husband, Nate, actually both work at the Epicenter part-time, and they are really working to grow our mentoring component mm-hmm. that we do with our middle school students, so... Another really just just really caring, really hospitable, really makes each and every person feel like they're loved and welcome and very good at what she does. Um, well, thank you all, folks. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, uh, you know, like they say, uh, one at a time. Uh, and um, like the starfish story. You know the starfish story? Yes, I love the starfish story. <laughs> um Somebody told me the starfish story, I think, when I was, like, 17, and it's the idea that you're walking along... A man was walking along a beach, and he was throwing starfish that had washed up on the shore back into the ocean, and someone came by and said, why are you doing that? You're not going to save them all. You're, you know, you're just wasting your time. And he said, well, it made a difference for that one, and mm-hmm. um, keep and continues to throw them back into the sea individually. And I think a lot of us keep the starfish story in mm-hmm. mind at Absolutely. the Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and at Char Hope, it's the, uh, we have a, the Corral 99 program, which is if a hundred sheep and a shepherd, uh, oh, yes. one sheep was missing. Leaves the 99. Uh, leave mm-hmm. the 99 and go find um, that one sheep who was lost. So, epicenter at edgewood.org. Epicenter at edgewood.org. Is our website. Is the website. Yes. 443 981 epic or 443-981-3742 everyone uh, write that down and um, uh, we're going to give you a lot of ideas on how you can help and get involved and uh, uh, you can go to that website and uh, or call that number and start uh, throwing a few starfish back in the ocean absolutely (laughs) absolutely now, the epicenter, actually, uh, Mountain Christian was uh, one of the, uh, the the driving forces behind yes, yes. this. It's a 501c3. We're a 501c3. Since 2013. 2013. Okay, yes. and it's in Edgewood. In Edgewood, for Edgewood, by Edgewood. Okay. Yes. You go, Lauren. So, um, 
four main areas of programming. Four main areas of programming. And um, uh, health and wellness programs, life skills programs, recovery programs, and youth programs. Why don't you talk about uh, the health and wellness first, because uh, so many, uh, so many of us, um, uh, as we grow up, we don't understand what's good for us, what's bad for us, what's what's healthy, um, uh, etc. And when you you don't have your health and the energy, etc., everything starts to cascade from there um, to work against you. So t tell us about that. Yes, yeah, so I think that was very well said, Bob. And so we have our health and wellness programs. So we offer weekly fitness and karate classes and open gym time to give community members an opportunity to exercise and enjoy greater health overall. And watch Daryl Dunk. Watch yeah. Daryl Dunk, yes. At 6'9". Six, <laughs> <six nine>. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, uh, that always, I have my, I, I always jam my thumb when I'm dunking because... Please stop. Yeah. Stop. Okay, I'll officially stop dunking. I hit my head on the backboard too. Yeah, that's better. Happens all the time, this right? This guy on Duke. I have you seen this? broken bones. If you guys weren't listening last time. Yes, I do remember that. Yes. I do remember that. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Lauren has an aversion to some forms of bones and skeletal yes. topics, but not others. So. But not in chicken. <laughs> Right. Uh, no, yes, and check it. I know. Okay, yeah. so, uh, I, sorry, we stopped no, you there. No, it's okay. Um, health, fa health fair, and uh, you have a monthly health fair and food giveaway? Monthly health fair and food giveaways provides citizens in need with, first we offer free produce to community members in need, and then we also have different <clears> health, <throat> employment, financial, and other vital resources come out. And our, the resources that we offer at our health fair and food giveaways rotate seasonally. Some of our more common resources include our employment readiness specialist comes and provides citizens with resume advice, helps with job searching, he helps prepare for interviews, So that's and he also helps citizens overcome common barriers to employment. Maybe someone has a criminal record and they're really trying to move ahead and make good decisions, but just unfortunately with with maybe some mistakes that were made in the past or maybe even things just that come up on a record, it's harder for them to find employment. Carl helps people be able to overcome that and he's helped a lot of people be able to find work and maintain work from that and that's been really good. He also helps with overcome, helps people find ways to access educational opportunities and learn hard and soft skills and he's a really good guy he comes out we also have uh, free chiropractic care at almost all of our health fair and food giveaways oh, wow. we do free blood pressure screenings free dental screenings at some uh, free vision screenings has become a common resource we have pregnancy aid from birthright we have health care for the homeless income-based insurance goodness. medical assistance or case management case management services so we have we really just try to identify what are common needs in the community, and then we try to feature resources that are health fairs that address those needs. Okay, so on health and wellness, first of all, um, if people, how can people help there? For instance, with the interviews, the, um, it, uh, as far as interview clothes, do you do you help provide them? Can people donate clothes? Uh, for someone to wear to an interview because it, it's often some that's a barrier oh, someone doesn't own a suit or something that's a really mm -hmm. good question so 
I would say, honestly, I don't know the answer to that. That would probably be more of a question for Mary, who's our case manager. The last time I checked, we weren't accepting donations right now, but Kia's Corner next door to us, it's a community thrift shop, mm-hmm. and actually all the proceeds that she raises goes to a recovery home for women in the community that she, that her name's Debbie, the woman that owns it, she has that. So we would say donate those to Kia's Corner next door to us on 1924 Pulaski Highway in Edgewood, Maryland, 21040, and... A lot of times we will, Debbie will actually work with us, and when we have case management clients or people come in that need professional clothing, we'll refer them to Kia's Corner. So that's a way that okay you, that you can help in that. And um, you, your folks probably know this, but um, the uh, community services, uh, Amber Schroes and her team yes. and, and Len um, have done a great job in uh, helping Swin... Um, really make the bonding mm-hmm. uh, more available for employers and help educate employers about bonding for jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know with uh, on the recovery side with addiction, it's tough for an employer to make a hire. Their stakeholders often um, hesitate when there's a, any kind of a theft or uh, a prior there. And almost everyone who's, who's suffered from addiction there is uh, often that on their record. And the bonding is a $25,000 insurance policy that's uh, underwritten by the federal government and the state government that will uh, insure the employer if they make a hire. Mm-hmm. So uh, to your team and to your, your constituents, uh, community to call Harford County <coughs> Government Community Services, it's, it's fantastic. That's awesome. And to everyone listening, also there's a there's an initiative for shielding and expungement. On this note, uh, in the state legislature, uh, tell your legislators. Uh, there's a lot of people. Shielding is just basically uh, if, a, if 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 a, if a crime is nonviolent and it's occurred in the in the more distant past, uh, it doesn't have to be on someone's record. Um, uh, uh, for, for employment and a lot of people are against shielding but uh, take the time to educate yourself on right. it right. and expungement if it's if after a certain amount of time <coughs> is a removal of, a, of, a, of an item in a, in a criminal record again no one is um, uh, this is you know we don't want to keep punishing people and making it harder for them mm-hmm. to turn things around right. which is bad for all of us right mm-hmm. so, absolutely uh so on that uh epicenter at edgewood.org or call 443-981-3742 how can people help on those health and wellness things and volunteering yes so we always our health fair and food giveaways are they exist because of our volunteers so we always seek volunteers to help they're usually the second fridays of the month so Volunteers can come and help with packing the food boxes that we give to people, setting up for the fair, cleaning up after the fair. If any, So if you're interested in volunteering with the Epicenter in any way, we strongly encourage you to visit our website at epicenteratedgewood.com backslash volunteer. And we have a volunteer application that you can complete online, and you can also get in touch with our volunteer coordinator that way. And we can set up a time to meet and get you on board and and have you serving with us. 
And oh, is it .org or .com? So the main page is .org. It probably should be .org for everything, but for some reason you have to type in .com whenever you want to visit a specific page. Oh, my goodness. So, okay. yeah, a so they need a volunteer website developer to probably. help them with that. <laughs> if they got the ed, 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 epicenter at Edgewood part right. Mm -hmm. You'll um, be okay. Right, right. right. Yeah. And by the way, I, I just want to um, mention uh, something. Um, Leslie. Yes. Um her church's child sponsorship ministry, you got through without a stumble. Impressive. Good job. Thank you for calling out. I practiced in front of the mirror. No, I didn't. And we, we do want to talk about Lincoln uh, uh, from Kenya uh, yeah. before we're done here. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw um, your Facebook post and I was like, oh, oh. adorable. Okay, and we're talking to Lawrence Savard, who... Uh, uh, does pretty much everything with along with her team at Epicenter, so we're not going to pigeonhole. Except bones. Uh, so number two, life skills programs. This life is skills. amazing because everyone can can use it, especially when you're often just behind the eight ball um, with uh, in your in your in your daily life. Tell us about that. So the Epicenter provides individual employment readiness classes, counseling, and Jobs for Life group classes to help citizens find and maintain gainful employment. And in addition to that, we feature our Showers in Transition program, which is one of Harford County's only providers of free showers and shower items to citizens who are facing homelessness or otherwise in need. We also provide hot breakfast food and case management services during our Showers in Transition program. And we offer a free internet cafe to anybody in the community that wishes to come in and surf the web or print something or work on a job application or mm -hmm. really anything. And then we have our case management program, which is where we connect citizens who are either facing homelessness or maybe leaving a domestic violence situation, maybe struggling with an addiction, or really with any type of need where they need to talk to somebody for resource assistance and our case manager her name is Mary and she I love Mary to pieces mm -hmm. she also has worked at HCAA before Harford Community Action Agency and she is a wealth of knowledge she connects people with resources both in and outside the epicenter to be able to start taking those steps towards mm -hmm. having a fuller quality of life and she's helped she helped a gentleman uh, actually enter into permanent supporting su permanent supportive housing who had been facing homelessness before recently and his name is Sam and we actually have his story online oh wow and um, if you visit if you visit our Facebook page and you click on our end of year video you can hear all about his story and it, it's very very moving you might want a clean or two but it's Aww. worth the watch okay um, uh, Facebook page as well, uh, and uh, we, as Leslie mentioned, I think we both uh, did a little uh, surfing around on that, and uh, it's it's really amazing. Um, recovery programs um, so important um, uh, for all of us. Tell us about that. Yes, so the Epicenter has Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous groups that meet weekly here in our building to support 
individuals who are in recovery from addiction and their loved ones. And we also serve as a shuttle service pickup and drop off site for Mountain Christian Church's weekly Celebrate Recovery meetings, which support people who are in recovery from all kinds of addictions, whether it be drug or alcohol or maybe sexual addictions or even just depression. That's not really an addiction necessarily, but the Celebrate Recovery has a support group for people who are facing depression, which we know, as I know from my own life and from having family members that have also struggled with it, that's a common community need too. Mm -hmm. So that's a really good service that we have. Um, and that's, um, as a matter of fact, I think one of our young ladies at Charhope, um, her uh, fellowship, one or two of her fellowship meetings are at the center. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, finally, youth programs. As being a big boys and girls club guy myself, I, uh, we all understand the difference that this make this makes. Yes. Um, yes. Tell us about the youth program. So we have our after school program, the zone, and then this past September we started a before school program version of the zone as well. And then we have our Camp Epic Summer Camp. And all these programs help elementary and middle school students build character and self-esteem, succeed in school, make friends, and grow into responsible and fulfilled adults, but in a nurturing and caring environment. And we also have a leader and training program where high school students can help lead Camp Epic activities in the summer for a weekly stipend. And in the meantime, we teach them job readiness, professional skills, and financial management. So that's a way that we really prepare students that's to succeed great. in the future while also building their self-esteem mm -hmm. and making, them, making sure they know that they're loved and valued mm -hmm. and they have people that really care about them. The, um, the leadership, uh, as nothing transforms a kid more than uh, giving him or her the responsibility for leadership, whether it's coaching someone, mentoring, helping someone with their homework, mm -hmm. helping someone mm -hmm. um, on the computer, it just transforms them, um, and it, it's it's worth its weight in gold. Um, uh, the summer program, uh, thank God for that, because these kids who often don't have, uh, as um, Leslie uh, can tell you from all the work on early childhood mm -hmm. that the library does um, and uh, the amazing programs there. Um, the, the learning loss that kids suffer over the summer or uh, the, 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 um, the, the shortage of, of vocabulary that, that kids have who aren't exposed to it outside of school um, this can change their lives as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, this is fantastic. Uh, what what can people do right now? At uh, right as soon as the show is over, if they want to write a check or volunteer. Um, oh, yeah. either way, I'd say visit our website and okay. to donate to the epicenter. You can visit epicenter at edgewood.com slash donate and to volunteer at the epicenter visit epicenter at edgewood.com slash volunteer and we have several volunteer needs right now one of our greatest needs at this time is volunteers who can help lead our jobs for life employment workshops or serve as career mentors for our employment readiness programs participants so if you have a passion for helping community members find work we would absolutely love to hear from you 
We also need volunteers. This is an ongoing need for us to help answer our phones and help with administrative duties during our office hours during the week. And this may seem like a really small thing, but if you have time during the day, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom, maybe you're a retiree, maybe you work part-time, this is something where we, this really benefits our staff uh, and this is a way that you can really support what we're doing and help free our staff up to mm -hmm. focus on developing our mission more. And we would love to have you work with us. Uh, volunteers are also always needed to help with our food giveaways. We are, as I mentioned, refining our youth mentorship program. So if you have a heart for encouraging and pouring into young men and women, please contact us. And also something I always say, we recognize that Edgewood and Hartford County as a whole have many different types of needs and as a community we're always seeking new ways as a community center we're always seeking new ways to address those needs. So if you have any ideas for ways to serve that I didn't mention just now, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Some of our signature programs have actually started because caring ideas with great ideas reached out and shared them with us. And if you have a birthday coming up, please uh, something that we're really pushing this year is we encourage people to create Facebook fundraiser pages for the Epicenter. I actually just did one just now for my own birthday, and we were able to raise $114 through that. Oh, that's uh, great. Ended in four because I turned 24 and someone <coughs> donated for that. But uh, that's something where uh, you'd be surprised at how much, how quickly that amount can add up. So. And, and, and folks can, again, it's uh, Epicenter at Edgewood dot com slash volunteer for that list right yes epicenter edgewood.com slash volunteer and um also i think people don't realize maybe if they see someone that could benefit from something that epicenter does yes spread the word talk to them if you you, you know drop them off um, or bring them in, or can people? So many of our guests have come to the epicenter because they say, you know, a friend told me about this or I heard about this. And a lot of times people will come in and say, I never knew you guys were here, mm -hmm. but I'm so glad mm -hmm. now that I've come. So even if you have a need where you're not sure how it could be met, um, talk to us. If There's a good chance we may be able to help, even if one of our programs itself doesn't address that need specifically, we'd be happy to point you in the direction of someone who can, whether it's United Way's 211 helpline, which is an outstanding service. Um, you can call 211 anytime 24-7 and be connected with case management services that mm -hmm. help you on the spot. Um, but yes, come to the epicenter or encourage a friend to come. Can anyone come? Do they have to live in Hartford County? Do they have to live in Anybody Edgewood? can come. Okay. Anybody can come. Okay. Um, we we don't have geographic limitations for most of our programs. Our health fair and food giveaways, they ask for proof of Hartford County residency, although I don't think, I'm not certain, but I don't think it's something where I don't think they turn people you would away. Turn, if, right, right. Yeah. Um, tell us about the Love Edgewood. Love Edgewood. So Love Edgewood is... In February, we are still in the planning stages for this, but we're going to be doing an initiative where we really just try to be a blessing to the Edgewood community, where we try to love people in the Edgewood community. So it'll be there will be some acts of kindness. There will be some what we call stir blessings, where we surprise people and just do really kind things for them. So that's something that you'll probably be seeing more of on our Facebook page in the next couple of weeks, but it's going to be around February for Valentine's Day. And that's going to be very fun. Yeah. And here I am talking to you about 
uh, the Second Chance bonding program, etc. And I didn't realize Epicenter was one of the main partners in putting the Second Chance job fair together. Yes. So yes. I'm talking to you like, let me explain to you about... <laughs> No, we really appreciate that. So, no, we, we, that's something that we always, we love getting to share with the community um, that there, we really encourage employers to consider ways that they can help people that are looking for that second chance to find work. So we're really glad you mentioned that. And yes, in October, we partnered with Harford County Department of Community Services and hosted our first uh, second chance job and resource fair where we had different employers come out and that were will that are willing to offer employment opportunities to citizens that may have criminal records and we from that event we had 119 on-site employment interviews and the employers who participated predicted that 75 percent of interviews would result in jobs oh, from that's that event fantastic. so and we also had different employment resources and other types of resources to help guests that may, mm -hmm. you know, may have been struggling. We had expungement services. Okay. We had financial assistance. Many different, wow. many different. All things. under one roof. That's yes, fantastic. Yeah, and we plan to do that every <clears throat> fall moving forward. Okay, and we're also planning to start quarterly job fairs as well, where we have different employers come out to offer employment opportunities mm -hmm. to community members. Mm -hmm. Wow. And a big thanks to. Um, the employers that participate, uh, clients, um, uh, does so much year in, year out as, as far as providing employment opportunities, um, home paramount, and um, forget, we'll, we'll read that list next week because these employers do deserve thanks because it's, it's often, it's not easy when you have a risk committee and an HR committee sure. and you have to so easy to say no. Mm -hmm. uh, the easy answer is no. Mm -hmm. um, so hats off uh, to, to those um, those employers as well. Uh, Lawrence Avard, chief cook and bottle washer and <laughs> utility infielder uh -huh. um, at uh, Epicenter. Epicenter at Edgewood.org. Um, call them up. Write them a check. Do a Facebook birthday fundraiser. Epicenter mm -hmm. at Edgewood. Dot org four four three nine eight one, epic. For three seven four two. Three seven four two. <laughs> now you said you had a question about Lincoln. Yes, Lincoln is from Kenya, and you yes. sponsor him. Yes. What does that entail? Is it this is through your church? This is through my church. So I go to Mountain Christian Church, uh, and so through. The organization that I sponsor through is CMF International. There's also another really good organization that Mountain works with called Compassion International. And I signed up in March, so I've been sponsoring him since March. And it's $38 a month, which amounts to $1.25 a day. And that money goes towards Lincoln's uh, meals at school and towards his education and... They, I believe through CMF it also provides medical care. I know it does through Compassion. And that amount of money may, I mean, it's significant, but it may not seem like a whole lot to us in the United States. But in the developing world, that kind of money can really be life-changing oh, yeah. because of the level just, even though we see a lot of poverty in our country too, and that's just as significant, um, just a little bit can go a really long way in a place like Kenya 
And so you also get to exchange letters with your sponsored child through child sponsorship projects like Compassion and CMF. And so I've been writing back and forth to Lincoln, and they say that that, that really helps sure. helps build up the kids, and you can encourage them to pursue their dreams. And um, Lincoln wants to be an engineer, he says, and he really likes art, too, and I've gotten to encourage him in that. And it's been... It's just been so rewarding. I can't describe the joy that I felt when I got his first letter. Um, and I really, I really encourage people. If you want a practical way to make a difference and really change your life, child sponsorship is a great way to do that. And so you can visit CMF's website. If you, type, if you do a Google search, CMF International, or you do a Google search of Compassion International, you can find kids that are waiting to be sponsored. And our church has worked with both of these organizations for years, and they're they're reputable. Yeah, very good. reputable. Good. High integrity. Fantastic. Epicenter at edgewood.org. And speaking of changing lives, what's going on down at the library? Oh, my goodness. First of all, my daughter Grace and I were out and about. Yes. And, uh, she came in for a week. Uh, nice. Living in Arkansas now, performing. Oh, nice. um, How old's your daughter? Uh, your age. Oh. oh, 25. 25. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Um, she um, now is traveling, performing um, Americana and Roots and Bluegrass uh, music. Fiddle, banjo, guitar, We've everything. got to get her at the library for a program. Well, <clears throat> she didn't bring her fiddle because she f flew. flew her in. Okay. So where did we get her a fiddle? The library. The library. Yay. We, took, we, we uh, took one out. One was available. Um, and we took a, got a little tour um, of the uh, Children's Center at the Bel Air Library. Did which, you see the beam? I saw the beam, and I, um, I was playing air hockey with the woman from the library, and I, she... I don't think I scored a goal on her. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, she's probably had a lot of practice with a yes. lot of little kids. Uh -huh. <laughs> so you were no match. Yeah, and I pulled a few muscles, but uh, no bruises. <laughs> oh, no. So anyway, and uh, my daughter couldn't believe the, what was uh, involved in this children's mm -hmm. center um, at the, the Bel Air Library. And that was, who was it, Steph? Steph is one of the folks. Uh, Steph Murphy used to be there. She just transferred to Habit of Grace as our branch manager. So she's taken some of the magic from Bel Air and now nice. putting that, putting a stamp on the Habit of Grace. They have an, also have a wonderful children's area. Okay, cool. Very different from Bel Air's, but just as wonderful. Schooner Cove. Schooner Cove. Yep. It's uh, shaped like a ship. It's wow. just That's wonderful cool. for children. And so. literally it was floating for a, about a week. <laughs> True <laughs> that. <clears throat> There was, wasn't there some flood that came in or we something? Had a, we had a leak situation, but it's all okay. fixed now. Huh. It's all fixed now. It's good to have a leak during a 71-inch rain. Oh, year. my gosh. How uh -huh. can you not have it, right? How can so, you not have so it? So what, what else do we have going on? Well, we have a lot going on. Some, some um, programming that's coming up. Uh, one of our most exciting programs is our Fairy Tale Festival. We hold it every year. We've added to it this year, and now it's the Fairy Tale Superhero Festival. Nice. It is on Friday, January 18th. We're opening the library an hour early, so it will start at 9 Very and go cool. till 5. We have a day chock full of activities. Um, a, 
all about fairy tale, all about superheroes, um, everyday superheroes, policemen, firemen. It doesn't have to be, you know, someone from the movies. Uh, we have celebrity story time all day long. Um, every 30 minutes we have... Um, County Executive Glassman's going to be there. Wow. We have Jesse Bain. We have Sheriff Gaylor. We have um, Susan Burdett. Is General um, Taylor going to do it again? Yes, he is. Um, yep. We have um, Angela from the Chamber. So we just have a wonderful lineup. And I have to tell you, um, thank you to all of those community leaders who take time out of their busy day to do this. We sent out the call for it. And we had the schedule filled within no time wow. flat. Um, so they see the value of public libraries to our community, and they want to support it, and this is a great way to support it. And they really enjoy it. The children enjoy it, and the children don't really know who that person is, but they can feel the excitement from the celebrity reader. So that's a wonderful part of our day. We're going to have some uh, STEM initiatives and STREAM initiatives, which adds... Um, uh, uh, art to the mix of STEM, and it's just a wonderful day. So again, that's January 18th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's a half day for school children, so if you don't have anything planned, bring the kids to uh, our Bel Air branch, and you'll have a wonderful, wonderful time in the children's area that Bob was just talking about. Um, and then just some other things we have going on in some of our other branches. Um, you know, it's the new year, so new year, new you. Um, we have a morning Zumba class at our Joppa Library nice. on Friday, January 4th. That's today. If you get there, you can still um, do some Zumba. It's uh, a one wonderful interactive um, way to exercise. They have it on a regular basis there. Beginners are welcome. Is it every um, Friday morning? Um, I don't believe it's every Friday morning, but it is It is a schedule. They have okay. some different yoga classes and things. Nice. So if you go to hcplonline.org, um, you can check out the vast array of the exercise cool. classes that they have going year-round, not just in the new year. And these are. this is an initiative that's supported by the Joppa Friends of HCPL, which, again, is, you know, we couldn't do what we do without the support of our friends groups um, at each of our branches. So thank you to all of those folks who work tirelessly throughout the year organizing book sales, collecting books, cataloging books, organizing them, selling them, bagging them up, promoting them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we raise a lot of money and it supports a lot of our initiatives. So hats off to them. Um, and then in our Aberdeen Library on Monday, January 7th, we are having a STEM station. And this goes from 10 a.m. till 8 p.m., so library hours all day. And this is a really fun um, initiative. It's drop in and explore our science station every week for a new hands-on activity. So this is just something um, that you can come in when it works in your schedule and spend some time with your kids learning all about STEM. Um, and again, that's supported by our Aberdeen friends of the Harford County Public Library. Um, and then we're right, you know, we started winter reading on the first day of winter, which was December 21st. And as of Wednesday, we had almost 2,000 people already registered. Oh, wow. We had 100 people that had already completed it. So um, this is a really wonderful opportunity for um, adults and high school students to read books and um, 
earn a beautiful mug. Well, part of our collection, we do cool. a new mug every year, and um, like I said, we've already had quite a few completers. So, jump in and get started in that. Yeah, I want to. I, th I I think I need to do that because you always give me a year old mug. <laughs> if you want a new mug, Bob, you got to read for I it. Read. Okay. <laughs> and I you only have to read five like books. Okay. Well, and the magazines are included. Audiobooks are included. You're not a magazine who reader. Read mag who read Except in the waiting room. Uh -huh. who, who reads magazines? <laughs> a lot of people do. Really? Oh, my goodness. Yes. I like yes, magazines. Yes, yes, Okay. Do you have to read the full magazine cover to cover? Well, I think you can decide that for yourself. Like but... the beer ads and things? I don't have to read the ads. Okay. <laughs> what about the little fine print about where it's published and who's the assistant director of ad sales and... <laughs> we just want everyone to read so okay. we are not rule rule followers like it you know as far as that goes but we just want everyone to read um, like... and enjoy our theme this year is eat drink read the second course so we have a lot of programming associated with foods Ooh. with um, recipes with cooking um, drinks hot chocolate coffee all kinds of things coming up and um, uh, an event that we're doing at the Aberdeen at the Abingdon branch on thir Thursday, January 31st is um, John Shields, who is a cookbook author and chef at Gertrude's um, at the Baltimore Museum of Art. Mm -hmm. He's coming up and giving a presentation. Um, it is a paid event. It starts at six. Um, tickets are still available. And it's $25, and you get a copy of the book, and he'll sign it for you, nice. and you can have your photo taken with him. So it's a really wonderful event, and again, that's filling up quickly as well. So I love the library. I find just all the resources that you offer, and I, I tell people to think, to think how much a library card Yes. How much one can access with the Absolutely. library card. I, I really, I appreciate it. Absolutely. And well, thank you. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Lauren, do you have anyone who you know is listening who you'd like to say hi to? Hmm. Probably my dad. Um, hi, dad. Hi, dad. My dad. <laughs> Your daughter's awesome. <laughs> my dad, my mom. Hi, mom. Co-workers. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, you should all be very proud of this young, young woman sitting right here who's older than her chronological age <laughs> in, in heart Sometimes. and wisdom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now we're going to uh, close on an irrever irreverent note. Okay. We're oh, going to do, do some tweets. Okay. No and bones, right? I, uh, say again? No bones. No, no bones. Bone okay, cool. No. So I, no bones about it. I don't <laughs> even know what that means. Um, it's Lauren's How is a guy just supposed to take a nap in his car during lunch hour? People keep knocking on the window saying things like, are you okay? And you're rolling down a hill. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I owe most of my colossal success exaggerations. <laughs> Wooden toothpicks are great for when you have something stuck in your teeth, but you also want something else stuck in your teeth. <laughs> I know you all hate me. I'm the person that gets stuck in the slide at a water park. Everyone smashes into the back of me, and we ooze down the slide in a sad people pile. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, if it takes 13 muscles to smile and 33 muscles to frown, then how can I tell if this girl is flirting with me and not just being lazy? <laughs> 911, how can I help you? Me, my hand is stuck in the sprinkles can. I'm panicking. 911, let go of the chip, sir. Me, oh, okay, all good. 
<laughs> Saw your boyfriend out last night. Oh, yeah, where was he? You know that Starbucks across the street from his ex-girlfriends? Yeah. He was across the street from that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, son, in the 90s, there was no drooling emoji. You had to show up at a girl's door and actually drool. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, people who put a strip of bacon on a donut, where does it end? You want to put a braised lamb shank on my cupcake? Why don't I open up my chocolate croissant and you can shove a live trout in it? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, and from Jeff Wyszaski, one of our favorites. You know, if you drink the blue liquid from a magic eight ball, you can see the future. Trust me, my friend Keith did once and said he was going to die, and then he did. Oh my gosh! We're ending on that one. Don't end on that one. Okay. One, one more. Okay, one more. <laughs> yes. Don't tell me to come out of my shell. That's something a bird would say to a snail, so we could eat it. <laughs> nice try, murder bird. I'm on to you. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's all the time we have today for the Hartford Edge. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.